This is the Business English Podcast, episode 167. Let's make you an offer you can't refuse. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? I'm feeling great today. How are you, Aubrey? Excellent. I'm excited for this cool vocabulary today. I do. I'm curious, um, has anyone made you an offer you can't refuse lately, Lindsay? Not really. Not Nothing that stands out, but you know, I'm always waiting. So yeah, I have one. <laughs> I, I went to take my kids to this trampoline park and oh. it was either like $45 for one day or $15 a month. <laughs> and, and you had to sign up for the whole year. But I was like, if I take them one time a month, it's yeah. well worth it. So they basically made me an offer I couldn't refuse. So I signed them up for the year and they're loving it. We're already going a lot. It's great. Something like that is nice because it's indoor with air conditioning when it's hot out. So yeah, that's just fun. such a stark difference in that deal, isn't it? Yeah, oh right. I'm like, yes. well, if I take them, you know, a couple times, it's paid for easy. Makes for yeah. That makes total sense. That mm -hmm. is a great deal. I love it. Yeah. Um, so in a few episodes ago, we had a poll and we want to let our listeners know the results of the poll, because now if you are on Spotify, guys, you can actually participate in these poll polls, right? Yes. Every episode, there's a fun Spotify poll asking something about the episode. And for episode 149, it was, are you a workaholic? And 51% said, yes, I'm a workaholic. And 49% said no. So that was fascinating to see such an even split. Yeah, that is really interesting. I was thinking... I. I didn't know what we were going to get. I didn't know what to expect there because right? we have students, listeners all over the world doing different things. So it's good to know that we're kind of even up, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, right. For, for each of us that's a workaholic, there's one that's balancing the universe there. <laughs> Hopefully you are partnered with a non-workaholic if you are workaholic, that's right, Aubrey? True, that's always right? helpful. To yes. balance you. Yeah. So we are going to do another Spotify poll for this episode. So at the end of the episode, we'll announce it and be sure to uh, answer. We love to see the results for these. Yes. All right. So getting into today's episode, Aubrey, should I just go ahead and read the question and we'll get right into the topic? Yeah, what let's do it. All right. So hi, Lindsay, Michelle and Aubrey. Yes. Thank you for your amazing podcast. I've been listening for seven months and I enjoy it so much. Your voices turn my tiresome commutes into enjoyable journeys. Aubrey, love I love it. that so much. Yes. <laughs> I feel my listening skills improving and my own results alongside your optimistic approach inspire me a lot. Thanks so much. Oh, I love it. I love it when our listeners know they feel inspired by All Ears English. Yeah? Yes. And when they're willing to share it with us or when you go and leave a review and share it, this really does make our day. We're so excited to read this. So yes, leave us a review, you guys. Yes. As for my questions, I would be delighted if you could clarify the difference between the words offer, proposal, and suggestion. 
Are there any specific connotations? Those often come up in texts and I want to use them effectively and in a relevant way. Once again, thanks a lot for your amazing podcast, girls. Best wishes, Radmila from Belarus. What a good, like very articulate writer here. Very articulate. I agree, right? I was very improved and uh, impressed. So Radmila, first of all, yes, well done. Your level, you're right there at that 99% very, fluency. Yeah. And not yes. only that, we can see you're really thinking about, you know, very high level vocabulary questions because these words are pretty similar and I can understand why they would be a little confusing. A hundred percent. I love it. So today we are going to break it down for Radmila. And I think a lot of our listeners probably are wondering about this too, especially for business English. You want to use the right word at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. And we use all three of these all the time in business English. I know they're familiar to everyone listening, but you may also be like, which one do I use when? So we are going to clarify this today so that you are confident to use all of these at work. Yeah, especially between at first glance, before we go into the technicalities, when I think about these three, I wonder what is the difference between offer and proposal? They feel kind of similar, Aubrey. Yes. And these are all three of these are very similar. I think this is one of those good points to good places to point out that often these are interchangeable. And whichever one you use, you're going to get your message across. It's not going to be a problem if you maybe use not quite the exact perfect one, right? Not something to stress out about. But also, I love the question. I love thinking about like, I want to use the one that natives would use in these different situations. So I think it's well worth thinking about and trying to uplevel your English that way. All right. So let's go into it. So tell me about offer. What do we need to know? What does it mean? Yeah. So the first thing to point out is we're talking about the nouns here. That's where they're similar. Offer is also a verb. Today, we're talking about the noun offer, which like you said, Lindsay, is similar to the noun proposal. So this is an offer is an expression of willingness to give something if it's accepted, right? So we'll Mm. give you guys some examples. Um, You hear this a lot when we talk about job offers, right? Oh, yeah, that is the most common one, right? Mm -hmm. Did you get an offer from that company? Um, Here's one example. I appreciated her offer to help with the project. Exactly, right? So she has made an offer. This is a noun, which it means she has expressed her willingness to Mm -hmm. give help if that help is accepted, right? So it's it's like a really specific meaning here. We couldn't say I accepted her proposal to help. Yes, your meaning would be understood, but a native would say here, I appreciated her offer to help. Yeah. And we'll get into why would Mm -hmm. we not say proposal in a minute, right? But just a couple more examples. They made me an offer I couldn't refuse. And I think offer I can't refuse is also a chunk, right? It's a chunk. I've heard it in media, history, Mm -hmm. right? This is the one I asked you about at the top of the episode. You hear this a lot as a chunk, like you said. It means they offered you something that was a really good deal, was intriguing, and you didn't want to say no. You had every reason to say yes, right? Yeah, exactly. And this is this word's everywhere, right? You know? Absolutely. um, And I guess it's used a lot everywhere as a verb too, right? So my neighbor offered to water my tree when I'm on the East Coast. Exactly right. It's used very commonly as a verb as well. When it's used as a noun, you can see where it could be um, a little bit confusing because with suggestion, proposal, offer, they're all quite similar where something is being givens, proposed, offered, right? They're they're all quite similar. The difference is a little bit nuanced. Right. And we'll get into it in a minute. But when you let's just hint into the next one for our listeners. If I say that um, my, you know, 
my neighbor made an offer or offered. Well, actually, let's go into proposal and then we'll put that out there again to to compare the two. Yeah, let's do it. So when it comes to a proposal, the main difference is something is being suggested for consideration. So if you really Mm -hmm. think about the difference here, right, for with an offer, it's like, I'm just throwing this out there. If you accept it, if you're interested, proposals a little bit more formal, a little bit more of a serious offer for consideration. Mm, It's definitely something that possibly there's been more preparation put into it. There's been more thinking around. Here's what we can. Here's what we can do. It might be written, not always. Right, Aubrey? Yeah, no, exactly. That's right, right? Because it's a little bit more of a formal ceremony almost to propose something, right? You think of wedding proposals, um, you know, like a a proposal of a business to create a business and have someone invest. Like you said, Lindsay, you're doing quite a bit in advance. It's not just like an offer, which is like, oh, if, if you like this idea, go for it, right? A proposal is more serious that way. Yes, totally. And so maybe a if you're going to hire in the business world, if you need to improve your marketing and you're going to hire an agency, they after they do like a discovery call with you and understand your challenges, then that they would write up a like a formal proposal, right? It's going to be a long report, here are your gaps, here's what we, we here's our retainer, here's the deal we can make for you. Would you like to engage yes or no? Exactly. And that whole thing is for you to consider, right? We've created this. We're proposing all of these ideas. We want you to consider them and decide whether to accept. So that's really the main difference here. A proposal is always something that's been created that is being presented to someone to consider and potentially approve. And then, but then, if we put in that context, it makes it weird that you know an engagement proposal. We use the word proposal; it makes it sound so. It sounds much more formal, right? (laughs) I think about like we've used that same word for so long, and decades ago, it was more that way. Often, right? It was more this. Maybe there was a dowry. It was something that was much more formal, thought through, right? The cultures have changed. Customs have changed, but we still use the word proposal. However, it still kind of makes sense because when you propose to someone, you want to put thought into it. You don't want it to just be like, oh, by the way, will you marry me? Right. You, you kind of need to put in a little, in my opinion, it's good to put in a little bit of ceremony, plan it out, do something exactly. a little creative. Right. And yeah. this is where you can see that the line blurs a little bit because you will also hear an offer of marriage. And oh. so, right. That's either like he proposed a wedding proposal or you know, he gave her an offer of marriage. We we hear that. I feel like it's le- it seems more like something that. you'd see in like an older film, right? Yeah, it sounds like something in like a yeah, sounds very a film formal eighteen hundreds or something. <laughs> <Right>. I, yeah, <laughs> at least in my world, I, I haven't heard it. But definitely to propose, he's going to propose this weekend. He got a ring. They're going hiking. Whatever. Exactly <laughs> right, and that's an, again where the verb propose is similar. So we have. The proposal is the actual event, yeah. the actual thing that's happening, and yeah. then proposes the verb. Yeah, I feel like there's a tendency for me to want to use the verb forms of these two nouns. I don't know why, but it keeps coming up. It just but feels anyway. so formal to say, like, yes. he gave her a proposal. She yes. gave a proposal of marriage. It's, Made a it's proposal, very prepared a proposal. Yeah, yeah a no, very no. formal way of saying that. Yeah, I love it. Okay, let's get into the third one. What do you think? Yeah, so the third one is suggestion. And this is an idea or a plan that sort of like proposal is put out there for consideration. So it is similar. It's just less formal, I would say. A proposal is, like you said, 
There's a lot more work that's gone in to prepare this, whereas suggestions are like, ooh, I'm just throwing out a suggestion without even thinking in advance. Yeah. So it sounds like if we had to rank these from preparation and formality to most casual, it'd be suggestion, most casual, then offer, then proposal, don't you think? Absolutely. Yes, I agree. Mm. So like one of the examples, you can just say, you know, what's your suggestion? And this might be something that you may have thought about in advance or not, right? This can just be on the fly. Yes. Or his suggestion was to push the meeting to next week. Um, I like it. I like suggestion. And then I would add one bonus here is recommendation. Um, mm. I think our listeners might come up with this, come up to that, might encounter this in their working world. A lot of times your manager might ask you, don't, you know, come to me with a problem and your recommendations for solutions, right? Like that's a good approach. Here are my recommendations. Here's what I noticed. Here are my two recommendations for solving this problem. Yes. I love that you that threw that in really because I feel like that's such a more modern way to phrase that. I think we would hear that more in the business world today instead of saying, bring me your suggestions, right? When we say, yes. bring me recommendations, it almost feels like you're giving more trust and weight to what this person will bring back to you. Oh my gosh. It's huge. I think we could do another episode on the differences when you say, here are my suggestions, here are my recommendations. The feeling that you give your coworker or your manager is much more assured, much more authoritative, I think. Absolutely. I agree. That's interesting. Ooh, yeah. Let's write that one down. Let's do that another day, Aubrey. What do you think? Yeah, yeah? let's do it. Perfect. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Okay, Aubrey, let's get into a role play then. Okay, so in this role play, I'm asking you about a job you were just offered. I'll start us out. Cool. All right. Congratulations. Do you think you'll accept the offer? I'm considering it. Their proposal was for me to take over the accounts in the East. Will it be a flexible schedule like you were hoping? Yeah, but I'd have to move to New York. May I make a suggestion? I think you should take the job. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Move to New York. <laughs> yeah. Again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know, right? You're like, oof, I'm, I think I'm good for now. That part of my life is done. <laughs> New York's great, though. I recommend it 100%. If anyone is considering a move to New York, do it because it's a it's a once in a lifetime city, right, Aubrey? You've Absolutely. lived there. Yes, I loved living there, but it is, I think, also one of the most difficult places to live. In some ways, it's cost of living is very expensive. There are a yeah. lot of things that just aren't as convenient. So mm -hmm. go go while you're young, guys, <laughs> to have the experience before <laughs> before yeah. you do, um, are not as okay with the inconvenience of it. 
The fourth floor walk-ups. Yes. Love it. (laughs) Um, Good stuff. All right, Aubrey. So you said, congratulations. Do you think you'll accept the offer? Right. So this is obviously a job offer. Yes. That's that first one, right? And so this is, they have expressed their willingness to hire you if you accept it, right? So yes, talking about a job offer. And we often do this. We're not going to say, do you think you'll accept the job offer? We just say the offer and you would know what I was talking about. Yes, completely. And then what did I say? Yeah. And you said their proposal was for me to take over the accounts. So this is clearly something that's pretty formal. It's maybe been drafted like a, right? They're they're proposing this idea that if you take the job, you're going to move out east and take over the the eastern accounts. Yes. And usually, typically, I'm not an HR person. So verify this with, you know, with your resources, guys. But typically, when you get a new job, they do need to write you a formal offer letter legally mm-hmm. uh, by email, or as sometimes it's like an email with an attached document, you know, here's the pay rate that we're offering you here. Here's your job title. Here's what you would be doing. At least most American companies would do something like that. And they might also call you first and then send the letter. Yep. Um, yeah. So just the way things are done. It's interesting how um, as you move up in the business world, that becomes more important. My daughter just got a job the other day and they like hired her on the spot. They're like, okay, can you start right now? (laughs) No job offer letter, right? When you're just kind of just starting out in the world, it's funny how different it is. Yeah, that's so funny. I love that. (laughs) And then you said, may I make a suggestion? I think you should take the job and that works great whether you are my colleague or whether you are a friend. It sounds great. Yes, right. And that Um, This is interesting where we were talking about recommendation and I probably wouldn't say, may I make a recommendation? I think you should take the job. This is a where suggestion is really the perfect word because I'm just suggest like I'm kind of being funny and saying like, "Mm, I suggest you take the job because I want to move to New York. You should move (laughs) to New York and take this job. And that's not something I'm recommending to you. Right. Yeah. A little bit different. We can unpack that word in another episode that's got a few different meanings right but i think definitely the words we choose guys this is the takeaway they have an impact on people at work right yes absolutely have certain connotations and they can make people feel confident in you or less confident depending on the words you choose right any other takeaways here before we finish up yeah that's a very good point i think we want you guys to have that confidence we think about this a lot as we're planning these episodes and recording them Uh, half the battle is just being confident with your language when you're working in english right so we want to share that whenever possible you know which words to use why to be confident and and why don't stress about it too much don't let it rob you of that confidence being worried which one you should use right or the connection right you know exactly It's confidence is great, but I think we're all here on this planet for connection. And if you can get to that connection, that's that's everything. So, Aubrey, is there a poll that our listeners can participate in today? Yes, absolutely. We promised we would announce it in Spotify. We'll have the poll. We want to know which of these you use most often offer proposal or suggestion. So come back if you listen on Spotify and choose which one. And in a couple of weeks, we'll be able to announce the results. Yes, I'm excited to see what our listeners say. Very cool. It's good to get a sense of what words our listeners are using and which ones they're now going to start using. Yeah? Yes, absolutely. Okay, good stuff, Aubrey. I will see you back here very soon. You have a nice day. You too. Thanks, Lindsay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? 
don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now. Now.